Welcome, everyone, to Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. I've got a great episode today. Gentlemen, I've known for about a year out of H7 Network, which is our sponsor. So if you're interested in networking, please reach out to me. Dan, welcome to the show. Man, it is a real pleasure, Steve. It's, uh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for, for inviting me. Thank you. And I want to say Coach Dan, because that's really what he <laughs> is. Let's start. Why coaching? And what start, got you started in coaching? Well, I actually began as a personal development instructor. So about, mm. gosh, 30 years ago? Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. 20 uh, something. Is that I was teaching a course called Understanding Yourself and Others. Unfortunately, it's no longer around. <clears throat> Pardon me. But I flew around the country and in Europe teaching these intensive three-day seminars. And it was something I did on the side while I worked in advertising and, and marketing. But I, I really loved it. I love being in the changing people's lives business. And turns out I was really good at it, too. And so the uh, I did it for a number of years. The, the, the company folded. Um, and I had moved from St. Louis, Missouri to, to LA and started a marketing company and enjoyed it. But there was something about it that just didn't fit. And what happened is I hired a social media director who turned out to be a pathological liar. Oh. So, yeah, right. So, um, turn, you know, we were selling, I mean, we were closing business left and right and sideways. I mean, it was great. Because if you have no intention of keeping your word, uh, which he didn't, uh, you know, selling is easy. And so when I discovered this, uh, I fired him, uh, went to each of my clients, told them what happened. They said, oh, that's nice. You're fired. And so in a month, I lost $70,000 and was up to my eyeballs in debt and had what I can only call an emotional breakdown. But the thing that was such a powerful experience, Steve, is that it reset all the switches. And what I recognize is that I think subconsciously I hired this guy because I wanted out of that business. I i don't love marketing. I'm just good at it. But I never intended it to be a full-time job. And so when I really thought about it, I thought, you know, what I want to do is what I've been good at ever since I was doing personal development, which is in, in changing people's lives. And now that I had this background in marketing and sales and, and advertising, I thought, you know, I can really do this in a business sense. And I wasn't quite sure if I could, but I decided I was going to find out. Well, eight months later, almost to the day that my business failed, I walked out on stage in Dallas, Texas, in front of a packed house being paid $10,000 for my very first paid speaking gig. And things kind of took off from there. And so the, the reason that I focus on selling is that anything that you struggle with in life and business shows up in a sales interaction. Do, do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Right, right. So like anything, you know, if you struggle with your, your personal value, with the value of your product or service, if you struggle with charging a lot or how to handle rejection, all of these human things show up in a sales interaction. Mm -hmm. So in a funny way, I'm right back to personal development, but I'm now working with entrepreneurs, badass entrepreneurs who love hitting life hard. And, and I love helping them not only make more money, but feel so much more fulfilled about the work that they do. And that's all channeled through sales. So that's yes. a, a very, that's a very long question, a very long answer to a very short no, question. No, so we, no, that's fine. No, it's great. It's great information. So you're a sales coach. Can I, can we say that or is. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I focus on helping grow people's income 
uh, by teaching them how to converse in the language of sales, right? So it's not tips and tricks and Jedi mind tricks. It's learning how to converse in a way that is authentic, right? You don't have to memorize little little saying and closes and openings, right? You learn how to converse in the language of sales. That's what I do. Do you use mindset a lot? Yeah, I, I do. Because really the the thing that prevents people from, from buying is mindset. You know, but so many times people say, well, I can't afford that. And really what they're saying is, you know, I'm feeling scared, right? So if you understand and this is part of the language of sales, if you understand what's behind people's words, what the truth is, it's a lot easier to help them. Yeah, right? very because true. You, yeah, because, you, you know, you have a great product or service. You believe in it. Uh, if if someone says, well, I can't afford it, and you start conversing on that level, then you're not really talking about what, what they're talking about, right? right? What they're really saying is, I'm afraid I'm going to invest my money I'm going to get nothing out of it. And then I'm going to beat myself up for having invested that money, right? In in wasting money. And so if if you understand that's where most people are coming from, then you can have a conversation about their fears. And instead of talking about your, you know, talking about the the different qualities of your product or service, because that's really not what they're interested in. Right, right. Now, walk me through the journey of somebody becoming a client of yours. It it really starts with, well, I'll say it this way. I've gotten to the point in my career where I can be super choosy. And I am, right? Because when I became a coach, I felt like I opened up a Rolex watch store on a block of fake Rolex watch dealers, right? There are so many con artists and halfwits in, their, in this business, Right. You know, it's like if, if anybody could become a doctor, you know, if there was no American Medical Association or no licensing, like, I think I'll be a surgeon. Right. And doctors would be like the, the most hated business in the world. Right. Because it'd be like, oh, you're a doctor. You kill people. And so I decided that the most important thing had to be my integrity. Right. That if somebody hires me as a business coach, I have to show them results. If I'm going to ask people to invest their hard-earned money, then I got to show them a return on that investment. Yeah. So I have to make sure that the people who hire me are, are courageous people. I was just talking with a woman about that to, to today, actually, right before the show. Um, it, it, she's an amazing young woman, and she's not seeing it, but I see it. Right. So I am working really hard with her to, to help her increase her income just to the point where, where she can hire me. Right. I'm investing my time in her. So it, it all starts with a, an initial conversation. And, and I'll have an initial conversation with anyone. In fact, if someone wants to text the word help, the word help, H E L P, to this number, 213. 409-8366, 213-409-8366, text the word help. Once again, 213-409-8366, text the word help. You can set up a call with me. Anybody can set up a call with me. Uh, and I'll talk with you for, for 15 or, or 30 minutes and see if I think I can help you. That's great serving. Right? Yeah. Serving. Because, and I will, and that's what I commit to. You know, by the time that somebody's done with a call with me, two things are going to happen. One, they're going to come away with at least 
$10,000 worth of advice about how to grow their business. And two, and more importantly, they will not be a client. Let me say that again. They will not be a client because I will not ask them to be a client. If it seems like we could work together, that may happen in the second, third, fifth, 10th phone call, but it won't happen in the first one. One of the ways that I distinguish myself as a coach is I, and it's funny, I'm a sales coach, but I don't do the hard sell, right? I'm not wasting my time going, you got to work with me, you got to work with me, right? Because I want people to really think about it. Right. Give me an example of a great client story, because that always helps audiences that you have. I'm sure you have some great stories that you've helped a client. <laughs> yeah. Gee, where to begin? <laughs> well, I'll... I'll give sort of a an an overview of some different some uh, a few different examples. I was working with a a bankruptcy attorney, just a great guy, and did not see his value. Mm. Right, and so I could see it right away. And and the thing that he struggled with is that he went to one of these overseas uh, law schools that are easy to get into and generally easy to graduate from, right? And so he had it in his head that he just wasn't all that smart. And that belief was preventing him from getting better clients, charging more, being more direct with people, because there was always this gnawing feeling like, like I'm not as good of a lawyer as other right. people. And what I helped him recognize is that it doesn't matter if he's smart or not. He's good at what he does. Like, just like me, he's freaking relentless. Yeah. Like he is determined, you know, there's a lot of, and, and I learned this, there's a lot of bankruptcy attorneys that'll just take any case, you know, and they are so overloaded with their cases because they're giving just basic advice and they're, they're throwing people through um, bankruptcy and just giving them crap advice. He is really specific about making sure that his clients are taken care of, right? So he limits, like he was limiting his income to make sure that he was doing a good job. Like what a great guy, right? Yes. And so I helped him charge more. I helped him sell better. Uh, once he started having money coming in, I helped him hire help, right? So now Sorry. he's not doing the parts of the, of the job that he doesn't like. He's, do, he's only doing the lawyer parts that he loves, right? And and it was really amazing because he started with, gee, I don't know if I can afford someone. And I'm like, man, trust me, you're, this is going to work, right? He hires someone. He now has three people working for them for him. He's searching for another attorney to handle his smaller cases. Wow. Right? That's amazing. And, and well, it, it is and it isn't. It's it's amazing to, to him, but it was never amazing to me. I saw this way in advance. Like I saw, here's a guy, a good guy. And I'm going to make him successful. Like I'm going to make him wealthy because that's what he deserves. He deserves to be making more money than the guys out there giving half-wit advice to their clients. Billboards and on so, the freeway. Yep. Billboards exactly, on the freeway. Right. Yeah. And Park I told him you will exclusive. never need that. Yeah. You, you will never need that because you're going to be doing so well. People will refer you. And um, uh, part of his business that he's working on now is helping people get out of timeshare scams, of which there is a lot of. He's helping students who are overwhelmed with student loans 
you know, people who are overwhelmed with student loan, like really good stuff, right? That that isn't that hasn't always typically been money makers, but we're figuring out how to do it with value. Sounds like a lot of your clients are lacking in their own head. You get them out of that. Yeah, most people are, Steve. I mean, yeah. the, the sad truth is most people don't charge enough because they don't believe in themselves. And they don't even know that they don't believe in them. Like you right now listening, you entrepreneur person who is listening to me right now, you should be charging more. Right? Uh, uh, about a year ago, I increased my prices exponentially. And I got to tell you, it freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. Right. And the first few clients, the few first few prospects that that I approach all like reeled back in horror and said, I could like, how can you charge this much? Right. But when I realized they were only saying that because I hadn't yet allowed myself to um to feel worthy of charging that. But after a few people, I got, I just kind of got into the flow of it. And now people don't bat an eye at it. Right. That's great. Um, because that I think that's powerful. I think you're right. A lot of people, sales coaching I did, a lot of people were under underestimating, undervaluing mm. their their service. Oh, the people can't afford it. Well, the people can't afford it, you're not gonna use anyways. You know, right. not gonna yeah. work, not gonna be your client. So it's it's and a qualifier too. That's the other thing besides value, it's qualifying. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're ten thousand, the guy says, Well, I can't work it. Well, then he's not in his mind wanting to change because anybody can find ten thousand. Absolutely. You know, you know if, if they want to. Yeah. If you God forbid, if you needed a new kidney, you'd find the money. Amen. Right? Yeah. Now and and I say to this that clearly hiring me as a as a as a business coach is not the same thing as needing a kidney. I get that. Yeah. And yet, and yet, um it's still the 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 truth still holds that if you need the money, you can create it. Right. right? A loss and, is a loss too. If you're yeah. you, you're losing your kidney, your business is losing. I mean, I'm I'm really pushing here to make that. <laughs> but, yeah. but you're right. I mean, people, their whole family's tied to that business. If it goes out of business, mm -hmm. big problems happen. So, and and the truth is, is that when you start charging more, not immediately, but very quickly, you start to recognize just how valuable you are. You no, know, it, it kills me. In, in my business group, there's a photographer and she hired a coach because he was cheap. And the coach got her to um to to uh to put out coupons. Coupons, the freaking coupons, you know? And and I said, Are you out of your mind? Like, she's a great, great photographer. I said, double your prices. And when people say, I can't afford you, say, you know what, that's okay, because I only work with people who are looking for a great photographer. And if and if you want Sears Portrait Studio, well, that doesn't exist anymore, you know, but if, look, if you just want to, you know, some bullshit photographer, that's fine. That's not me. Yeah. And and that's the thing, you know, uh, Rolex doesn't doesn't have a, uh, uh, a model of their watch that they sell at Kmart. Right. right. You know, what, like, uh, you know, when you go into the Apple store to buy an iPhone and you say, I can't afford it, they don't say, well, maybe we can cut you a deal. They're like, sorry. Great examples. Great examples. You know, I mean, I, I look, I, I bought a, a Model X, right? I, I bought a Tesla um, 
because I wanted to see what it was like to own a, that kind of car. Right. And I got to tell you, man, it's freaking amazing. <laughs> like I love I've that. Right? Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, you know, seven years ago when I was on the floor and snot and tears wondering what I was going to do, uh, I, I, I did not believe that I could ever own a Tesla. Right. But the, the reason that I bought that is because this is, first of all, I don't like driving and I like that the Tesla drives for me. And second of all, it reminds me of what I've achieved, you know, and it helps me to stay focused in helping other people. Transformation, a good word for what you do. It is the word because when I went from the floor it's not in tears to the stage in Dallas. That was a major amount of transformation. Yeah. And, and what transformation takes is strict mental discipline. You know, it is telling yourself over and over again, Hey, I am this person, you know, and it, you know, people talk about the, um, what's it called? The, the complex, the something complex, the, um, uh, like you're a fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, people feel like a fraud. Imposter complex. Imposter complex. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was there somewhere. Yeah, I know. Um, right. And so, you know, oh, wow. I feel like such an imposter. Well, you're supposed to, right. If you don't feel like an imposter, it means that you're not doing something that's challenging you. Like right now, if I ask anybody, hey, can you tie your shoes? Like, of course I can tie your shoes. Like, are you nervous about whether or not you can tie your shoes? No, like, I know it. But there was a time in your life when that was the hardest thing. There was a time in your life where, where, where the other kids, where some of the other kids learned how to tie their shoes and you couldn't. And you felt terrible about that, right? Yep. And then you learn how to tie your shoes and now it's not a big deal, right? So that's always going to be the case. When there's something new that you want to achieve, you're going to feel terrible about it for a while until you master it. And then once you master it, that's your responsibility to take the next step and to feel terrible again. I love right. it. Well, you resonate with me. So there's other people you resonate with. Let's do a shout out how people can get a hold of you to learn more about Dan, Coach Dan. Yeah. So again, um, you can either book a call with me, 213 409-8366 and text the word help or download my book. My book is called, one of my books is called Jumping the Gap, Kill Your Story and Take Action. And Steve, everything that I've been talking about here is about killing your story. I can't. It's too hard. I'm not ready. I can't afford it. These are all stories. Now, we don't believe their stories when we're telling them because they make perfect sense, right? When someone tells me I can't afford it and I say, and I've said this, I don't believe that. And they say, well, look, hey, I'll show you my bank account. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I know that you don't have the money in your bank account, but I'm not buying your story that you can't afford it. Right? I, I do know it's a story that you're telling yourself, but I know it's not true. And I've helped people pass that story. So this book helps you identify the, um, the reasons you know, that you tell yourself that are really just stories. So to get that book, again, it's the same number, 213-409-8366. Text the word GAP, G-A-P, 213-409-8366. Text the word GAP to 213-409-8366. And you'll get a free download of Jumping the Gap, Kill Your Story and Take Action. And, and in that book? book, 
And don't forget, um, let's not talk about the other book too. Yeah. So Finish I your have. Thought, okay. Um. Uh, and in that book, there's places to get in touch with me. And this okay. is and and I'm going to give you a little a little tip right now. I put out a lot of ebooks, videos, and everything. There's something that I call the boomerang. And so what that means is any type of content that you put out there, there has to be a way for people to get in touch with you with it, right? So that's the boomerang. Anything that you put out has to have a way of coming back, right? Um, I wrote a book called, um, well, uh, I was working with a client and he said, um, I, I asked him what I've done for him. And he said, you've increased my sales by 60% in 60 days. I'm like, wow, that sounds like the title of a book. So I wrote that book. How to increase, you know, increase your sales by 60 per percent in 60 days. I was talking with someone else and they said, selling is bullshit. And I said, that sounds like the title of a good book too. So I wrote a book called Selling is Bullshit. That's specifically for people who don't know how to sell. And um, and those books are available on on Amazon. Yeah. And um, and if you, you know, if you uh reach out to to, to me. Uh, you can, uh, I will, in fact, if you book a call at 213-409-8366, text the word help, I will give you a free copy of Selling the Bullshit. But there you're you going to go. have to, you're you're going to have to take the initiative to book a call with me. Take action, See? audience. That's what he's <laughs> to saying. get that book. Not going to, just a quick phone call. We can all do that. And I yep. hope you do, because what you heard from Coach Dan is some unique ways of helping people grow their business because you have to have sales. So, you mm -hmm. know, that's what growth is. And there's other things as well, ROIs and thing, you know, that, but sales are important for your business. I want to thank you for being on. We've run out of time because you mm. had so much information to give us. Great tips. But can you do me a huge favor? Yeah, yeah. Can you give my audience one more great piece of advice that could help them in their journey? Excellent. Absolutely. Let me tell you about how to handle it when someone says, I'll think about it. Because I can tell you one of the one of the number one problems that that that, that people struggle with um is when someone says, uh, well, let me think about it. Because what are you going to say? Don't think about it. Right. And so what usually happens in that interaction, in that sales interaction, someone goes, well, let me think about it. And you go, okay. Right. And then they never get back in touch with you. So when someone says, let me think about it, what you want to do is first normalize that response. Of course, I want you to think about it. I don't do anything without thinking about it. You know, uh, I'll tell you what, why don't you take a couple of days and think about it and, and then let's talk about it, right? So let's go ahead and book another call, right? So now you have made sure that you have set the next interaction with them. Right. The other thing that you can do is when someone says, I, I'm going to think about it, say, yeah, absolutely. You know, most of the times when, when people say they're going to think about it, what they're thinking about is the cost. Is that one of the things that you're thinking about? And they'll say, yes. And go, Great. Let's talk about that. So what I've just done there is they're getting out of the conversation. I've looped them back in. Mm -hmm. So what you want to, what you want to think about as a salesperson is think of the, the, um, the responses that most people give you, the the pushback, right? And have an answer to each of those, right? So you talk about the cost and then you go, oh, you know what? Another thing that people think about is the investment of time. Are you worried about this is going to take a long time? 
They'll go, oh yeah, great. Let's talk about that, right? So now you've covered some of the things that they're going to think about, right? But but never ever leave a sales interaction without booking the next call. Like that's a killer. Hope 